Welcome to the Flourishing Life Podcast. This is a podcast all about creating deep relationships and building a healthy community in which you can flourish. We are three friends who also happen to be related. In each episode, we'll be sharing strategies and ideas, as well as encouragement, in order for you to build a stronger community that helps you have a more fulfilling life. We're so excited to journey along with you as you create your own community. Hi, welcome to the Flourishing Life Podcast. My name is Brandy, and I'm here with my co-host, Brittany. Hey, Britt. Hey. I am so excited that you are here today to record this episode for our listeners with me because we are going to be talking about um, a great topic for this time of year, which is how to survive the winter blues. So right now we are currently heading into January and we've had a busy, if unusual, holiday season. But there has still been things going on and all of the um, hustle and bustle and making holiday fun for our family. So now we have put away our decorations for the most part. (laughs) We're still putting away a few things here and there. But um, we are heading into January, which tends to be a very rainy, dreary, cold, yucky, (laughs) gross. (laughs) All of those things. Month. And we kind of just hunker down January and February until we get to nicer weather in spring and then on to summer here in Oregon. So for you listeners, we thought we would do a podcast all about how do we get through the times that aren't as um, fun and enjoyable and nice weather and sunshiny. So Today's episode is going to be all about surviving the winter blues. So Brittany and I have put together some ideas and some things that we do and we think that are helpful for us. And so we wanted to share those with our listeners today. So Britt, um, what is your first tip for our listeners on how to survive the winter blues? I think that my number one thing is um, it's important, I think, just to stay active and to Find something that you enjoy doing outside. Um, so kind of, there's sometimes when you can shy away and stay, it, winter is such a good time to like stay inside and do some cozy things. Mm-hmm. But if you can find ways to enjoy the weather outside, that can be um, a good way to pass the time too. Like we have um, the past couple of years enjoyed skiing at our little local ski resort. Um, that's been a good family activity for us. Uh And so if there's something to look forward to, and that is like a all day activity, Mm -hmm. you know, you leave like at eight in the morning, you get home at four or five at night. So, um, that is a good way to pass the time and it's good to get the exercise and to be outside and, um, do something that the kids like to do too. So that is my first tip. And then, um, one way that normally helps me kind of get through the winter is to play tennis, Mm -hmm. um, which I can't do right now because our gyms are closed here in Oregon due to COVID. But um, normally that is a really good way to stay active um, and still get some exercise. uh, And that is indoors here. But if you live in a warmer climate, Mm -hmm. uh, then you could do that outside in the winter, not just inside. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you're just really hardcore and you're open to playing outside in the rain. Well, okay. I will say (laughs) you cannot play tennis in the rain. Actually, did you know that? Well, I've seen people at the tennis court. Well, the ball gets wet, but what? And like, but I've it absorbs the water. But I've seen people. (laughs) (laughs) That is is not optimal 
um, tennis conditions. No, when you, you, when you play, you can't, there can't be any water on the court. You should come tell these people that live, <laughs> that are playing by the park, right by my house where I live. Cause they're playing tennis and it's rainy. I'm like, what are you doing down there? Oh, I guess you could. There's no like laws right. against it, but <laughs> tennis laws yet, yet. <laughs> Uh, that is something that I have really, really missed doing yeah. is playing tennis lately. Yeah. So our, our gym actually has an indoor pool too, which is another thing that I really like to do with the kids mm-hmm. because it's heated and it's like all hot inside, you know, they keep yes. it at like 80 degrees or something like that inside the pool area. So if you have an indoor pool that you can go to, that's kind of a fun thing you can talk yourself into closing your eyes and believing it's summer for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, hopefully the gym will open soon and you can enjoy those things again, because I know uh, yes. that definitely is helpful. Cause I, I think that is such a great tip about just being active and it might look different, but being active. Um, cause my mm-hmm. first tip for listeners is just to get outside. And I think a big part of that is, is being flexible and looking at the weather forecast because mm-hmm. most days, even here in Oregon, I would say there's a break in the weather where you can get outside and you might get sprinkled yes. on a bit, but typically like today I went and it was pouring down rain this morning, pouring down this evening, but there was a good like couple hour chunk during the middle of the day where I was able to go for a walk and be outside. So I think that's a huge part, just getting outside and mm-hmm. getting fresh air. And with that, I think having the right equipment. So like mm. put on the right jacket, the right hat, bring gloves, wear, you know, like a scarf, like whatever dress for the weather, because it's going to be cold and gross. And so I used to just think, Oh, it'll be fine. Like I won't wear a hat. I I don't need gloves. And then I'd be miserable. So I think get out. There's no point in that. Yeah. But like Mm -hmm. dress for the weather. I even bought, um, Brett got me for Christmas leggings that are like winter leggings that are like fleece lined and they're really warm. So I would highly recommend those. Oh, I would like to get some of those. So definitely get outside. I think is a big one. Um, what is your next one? Um, my next one is get something special that marks the season. So, um, something that you is like special to the winter season. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of things we associate winter with Christmas a lot, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's certain like your scents and your baking and your like, the eggnog and the hot butter drum, like certain things that go with Christmas. Mm -hmm. But I think when you get past Christmas, you can have special things that mark that time that you enjoy, Mm -hmm. like to get kind of a wintry scented candle. That's not like a Christmas candle, but, um, I have one that I just feel is kind of just more of like a wintry scent, like a little bit piney and, um, like fresh smelling. So, I like that. And then maybe like a special tea that you can have, like a cozy winter tea, like a peppermint or something like that. And then, um, or like a coffee creamer that's specific to, um, that season. So I think that those are some other like fun ways that you can enjoy just the winter season. Yeah. I like that idea instead of trying to ignore it or be like, it's really nice, actually embrace and enjoy the season. I got a candle made me think of this that is um, a balsam candle. So like you said, it's like cedar, piney, smelling Mm -hmm. and fresh. And it just is so like cozy and nice, but it doesn't smell like Christmas. It just smells kind of like winter. 
Yes. Yeah, exactly. So kind of embrace some things and make, makes you look forward to, to that time of the year because of those special things you have. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think for my next one, I would say get fresh flowers frequently or yes. paper white bulbs. So paper whites, you can plant them in like soil or you can plant them in water and then they bloom and they smell so delicious. And I always plant them around December, January, February inside. And then I smell them like a million times a day because they smell like spring. And so I feel oh. like it's just bringing a little spring inside, yeah. but even just like a, you know, a bouquet of flowers from Trader Joe's. I got some tulips the other day and they were like absolutely gorgeous. But I think it just mm. reminds me like spring is coming, like hold on mm-hmm. for a little bit longer. It's almost here. Yeah. A little bit of freshness. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I also like just looking at all my plants. <laughs> like I, I think plants, my, my indoor plants are kind of a year round thing for yeah. me, but like I, I've been like taking care of them and like trimming off all the little like dead leaves and like, I don't know, they're just bringing me a lot of joy right now. Yes. I think just the freshness of them. Yeah. Cause when you look outside at the trees, everything is so dead looking. We were driving the other day in the car and Bella's like, mom, why are all the trees dead? And I'm like, oh, they're not. It's just winter. They don't have leaves on them. She's like, no, but they look dead. And so <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah. well, you forgot. Just, uh, <laughs> this happens every, every year. Yeah, kind of shocking. Get used to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what is your next one that you have? Um. So my next one is to clean something that you've been meaning to. I think that a lot of times we think of like spring cleaning or like getting ready for school and kind of like getting our closets cleaned out and stuff like that. But, um, after Christmas, when you put away your, your Christmas decorations, I think it's a great time to do like a little bit of a home reset and get things back in order. Um, so I have recently made a list of all of the things that I want to clean out. Um, especially when you get like new toys and new clothes and stuff for Christmas, you have to make room for all of that. So, um, I am doing things like cleaning up my laundry room and my, uh, linen closet. And I just like deep cleaned my refrigerator the other day and I took like all the shelves and like everything out and really cleaned it. And it's making me so happy. Like I just, when I want to be happy, I just go over and open my refrigerator and look at how organized it is and how clean it is. And I, it just makes me feel so happy. I love it. It's awesome. Yes. And, you know, just like getting rid of, I felt so good just getting rid of like, I had like, um, marmalade. Oh gosh. You know that like, yes. orange stuff? Yes. But it expired in like 2017. Oh gosh. In my fridge still. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to use this. This is like toxic now. <laughs> Did you open it and be like, maybe I should keep it? Is it, is it really bad? <laughs> no, I did not. I was just like, and this is going to go. Someone had given us like pickled salmon. Delicious. Like two years ago. Oh, and I, it looks so scary. It was in a mason jar. <laughs> And I was always so afraid to eat it. And we finally, we finally got rid of it. Wow. I think like we just didn't really know what to do with it. You know, (laughs) I don't know how you eat pickled salmon. I have no idea. 
if our listeners have any insight on that, maybe they could let us know for next time. I like how you kept it in your fridge for two years. You're like, I'm not really sure. I'll just keep it here. Well, it's like, I just feel like things have to look like they're really, really bad in order to throw them away. But then I just realized this stuff might last forever. (laughs) Well, I think pick that's what, isn't that why you pickle things? So they last longer. Mm, I actually don't know why you pickle things. I do like pickled things. I never would have thought to pickle salmon. I didn't even know it was an option. Um, I think it was raw too. Oh, like, I, I don't know. It looked like it had not been cooked first. Oh, it was a little bit scary. I'm kind of surprised Ryland didn't try to eat it because he's usually pretty adventurous in his eating. He is. I don't know why the salmon was in our fridge for so long. Mm. So anyways. Clean your fridge, people. <laughs> Clean your fridge out. If you learn nothing else from this episode. <laughs> if you have any pickled salmon, just get rid of it. Rid of it. Don't pickle it and give it as a gift. <laughs> Here, have some pickled salmon. Oh my gosh. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, well on that note i actually have a friend who was telling me a story and she was trying to take some stuff to the goodwill because she had been cleaning out like you suggested and she said that they were rejecting things oh yeah yeah she said it was Mm -hmm. very humiliating going and having somebody (laughs) go through all of her stuff and be like nope 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 she's like it's free like i'm giving it to you like what do you mean you're not taking it that is like my worst fear. Whenever I go to the Goodwill, I feel so guilty for all the junk we're bringing in. <laughs> I always feel so judged by the Goodwill people. Well, and then no offense to Goodwill workers, but I was like, who qualifies them to like judge somebody else's free <laughs> items? <laughs> like, oh, that's not good enough. Not good enough for us. Oh my gosh. That is hilarious. No, I believe it. I tried to, I took some stuff to Goodwill, which is actually a hard thing about cleaning out your stuff right now is because there's not a lot open to bring your, your special items to. (laughs) Your really good things that everybody wants to purchase. And he only, they were like two bags, two bags only. And then I was like, I have like one other thing. And the guy was like, oh, okay. And it was a huge box. And I just like carried it out and put it by the door and then jumped in my car and ran. (laughs) Drove away fast. Because I was like, I'm not taking it back. Like you touched it last. You touched it last. wow that's yes so amazing. do keep that in mind right okay. now if you're going through things clean up i have to keep it for a while yeah. in your garage or find a nice goodwill worker go every day keep trying to drop things <laughs> off can i take two bags per day oh my goodness oh, that's hilarious okay so i guess on to the next one so my next one is create a list of activities or things that you enjoy doing So I don't know Mm. about you, but when I am feeling kind of like low energy, kind of like, uh, like it just rains nonstop, like can't see anything because there's so many clouds that are just everywhere. Um, I feel like I should do something to make myself feel better, but I don't know what that is. So Mm. what I did is is I made a list of things to do during the day or at night that I enjoy that are life-giving to me. And then I just look at that list when I'm like, oh, I wish I could do something or I want to feel better or I want to do an activity. Um, and that kind of just like reminds me of things that I enjoy and nothing too like insane or crazy, but it might be like, take a bath or do your nails or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, just like easy things, um, that really, I don't know, kind of like brighten your spirit. Yeah. 
That's a great, that's a great thing. It can even be stuff like sit down and do a crossword puzzle for a few minutes or like play this like random game that I like or something like that. I love that idea. Yeah, definitely. What about you? What's your next one? So my next one is to make a cozy meal plan that you can look forward to. Mm. I feel like a lot of times when life is slower or like not as interesting, I really look forward to my dinners. Yeah. You know, like I think like, oh, we're going to have this tonight for dinner or um, this week we're having such good food or whatever. Um so one thing that I like to do is make homemade bread, like start it in the morning mm-hmm. and then, um, it kind of arises throughout the day. I have a recipe that a friend recommended to me that you cook in your Dutch oven, mm-hmm. um, or like, a uh, I have a like crusade. I don't know what those things are called. They're called Dutch ovens, right? Yeah. I or think like that a- like fancy ones. Oh, well, you <laughs> fancy Dutch oven. <laughs> Aren't they super heavy? Yeah. They're real heavy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but you make it and then you put it on parchment paper with the lid on it and you bake it in there Mm. and it is delicious. Um, so then if I start doing that during the day that I'm like checking on my bread Mm -hmm. and like waiting and then I make my soup at night and then it just feels very like, um, productive and like I'm being like a good, um, like homemaker. Yeah. Even though it's not that hard <laughs> to like make this bread, you know, you just mix it and then it just rises on your counter. But I'm like, Ooh, I made homemade bread today. <laughs> I'm so like, I'm, I'm taking care of my family. <laughs> so, um, which most often like, that's the only thing that they really like about the meal. Cause no one likes beef stew except for me. I'm coming to realize. So, um, I've been telling make- you that nobody likes beef stew. I'm I sorry. Make really good beef stew, <laughs> but apparently no one else appreciates it. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm gonna have to find another another soup that yes. is delicious. But anyways, um, that I think it's a good one is to make like really good cozy meals that you can look forward to. Or like chicken and dumplings is another one of my winter favorites because mm-hmm. it's so cozy. I know you like to make like the shepherd's pie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah I think anything like that. Like I think baking in general feels relaxing and just Mm -hmm. therapeutic. I think it takes time and it's like slower. And Mm -hmm. I feel like there's just a little bit more energy and time and space in January and February personally. Yeah. And like the anticipation, Mm -hmm. like you get your butter out and you let it like come to room temperature and you do, it's just the ritual of it, you know, and then you put it in and then you wait for it to bake and Mm -hmm. yeah, it feels very cozy and makes your house smell good. Yes. I love that. Um, so I think for my next one, I would say, make sure that you're connecting with people enough. So I think winter tends to be a time that we kind of settle into our houses and don't, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't leave as much. You're not outside. It's raining. So you're like running, you know, from your car to your garage and like trying to, you know, get inside, whatever. Um, so you just don't see people as much. And then I think adding COVID on top of that, I think there's Mm -hmm. even less opportunity to see people. And I think it looks different for each person, how much connection they need. But I think that you have to determine for you, is that talking to a friend every day or meeting up Mm -hmm. to go for a walk when it's nice, you know, once or twice a week or whatever that is. Um, I think just like figuring that out and then making sure you're doing that and making sure people are just not going by the wayside in relationships. And I think just takes more intentionality and 
more closed right now because a lot of stuff is outside. (laughs) Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I think that just in a normal year for us, like winter, we tend to just hunker down a little bit more. But when you do have that um, connection with friends, it is really Mm life-giving. And, um, you know, you can just hear what other people have going on. You, it just gets you outside of your little bubble more. Yes, definitely. So, um, speaking of getting outside of bubbles, I know that big trips are not always possible. Um, but I think just trying to get out of town a little bit and break up the monotony of just normal life is a great way to get through the winter blues. So, Obviously, like a trip to Hawaii or Mexico is like (laughs) ideal, Um, but that's not always possible and especially right now. Um, But even if you can't do that, like going to visit a friend for the weekend or just a change of scenery, like going to – sometimes we like to go to the Oregon coast and it's still wintry and stormy there, but it's like a different wintry and stormy, you know, and there's Mm -hmm. like other restaurants to go to and – kind of, you can walk on the beach and just do different activities. So even if you can't do like a huge trip, you could book a hotel room, leave Saturday morning, spend the day at the coast, stay one night, stay like most of the next day and come home like the next night. And it doesn't have to be a huge excursion, but it's nice just to break up the time and get, get out of town a little bit. So, and even if you can't go to a hotel, like just go to a friend's house that's a couple hours away and say, can we come and visit and just like do puzzles and make dinner together, you know, and just stay one night and come home. So I think, um, just trying to get out of your own little bubble a little bit is really, really helpful. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's a great one. Um, so my last one is create life-giving rituals. And I think that this definitely helps me get through the winter months, but just having things that are consistent, that are known, and they just kind of signal to yourself that like, oh, this is nice. Like this feels good. Mm -hmm. So I feel like for me in the morning, like having my morning coffee and turning on our fireplace and lighting a candle and having a glass Mm -hmm. of water and just like reading in the morning, like it's very ritualistic. It's very calming. It's very peaceful. And it just feels cozy looking out the window at the rain and, you know, the clouds and all of that. Um, I also like in the winter to have a cup of tea in the afternoon and sit down Mm -hmm. and like read a book or um, just like, even if I'm working, just having like some tea and working, I think that it's really very life-giving. So I think Mm -hmm. just deciding, like even looking at your days and saying, okay, like where could like a little oomph or like a little something nice would be, you know, in this portion of the day, whether that's like morning, afternoon, lunch, like whenever it is just looking and saying, okay, what can I do to make this season a little bit better? I think it's Mm -hmm. really, really helpful. Mm -hmm. I, I agree. I think that's great. Awesome. All right. Well, listeners, we hope you have found these tips and ideas beneficial for you. So as we finish up our episode, Brittany, why don't you tell our listeners, what are you really into right now? What are you absolutely loving? Oh my goodness. Um, so I recently got these ocean spray drinks. They're like cranberry, sparkling cranberry drinks. Have you seen them? No. They're in the tall cans. Uh Like slender-ish 
the tall uh-huh. slender ones uh-huh yeah but they say like they have half the sugar in them or something like that but they're they're like bubbly they're kind of oh. like a cranberry soda oh ish like half the sugar and of what like a, a half the sugar of soda I don't know. Or like the juice. I'm not really sure, but I think that's like the only thing that I remember from the package. I should have like checked into it and see what they were called. Um, but they are so good because they're a little bit carbonated, uh-huh. but they're not too sweet and they are delicious. So if you are looking for a, um, like a, just a sparkly, something it is really good and it, it's just because it's like not quite a soda like sometimes uh-huh. sodas are just like so um intense and like right. sugary yeah know? they're a lot and yeah a lot and like LaCroix I feel like a lot of times are so disappointing to me because I want them to be sweet <laughs> you're like oh I expected more <laughs> you're like uh, I thought this was gonna be a little bit better um yeah I am not like the hugest LaCroix fan all the time but um the these drinks are delicious i'm trying to find the name of them but i cannot right now okay. i'll let you know if i come okay. up with them let me know because that yes. sounds delicious because i ordered some of the bubbly drinks which are like kind of like lacroix they're just like a different brand um but i thought the same thing that sometimes they're just i would like a little sweeter not a soda but not a lacroix but in between and it sounds like yes. this is it i think they're called just like sparkling cranberry drinks hmm. are there different mm-hmm. flavors or is it just cranberry oh Oh, they actually have a cran mango. I am seeing cran mango. Do you think that would be good? I almost feel like it's mixing summer and winter. Huh. It is. It's like going to Mexico in the sum- in the winter. Yeah, just <laughs> <is> like perfect. <laughs> okay. Um, I I don't know. I'm trying to imagine cranberry mango together. That wouldn't be like my first thought, but I'm sure. They've tested it. So okay. half the sugar. Half the <laughs> I don't know. Half the sugar of something. We're not really sure what. I like how you're like, that's one of the only things I remember about it. It's half the sugar. It says it just says half the sugar. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I love it. Okay. Yeah, Gonna delicious. check them out. I will check them out. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. So what are you into right now? Oh, I think I am just really into starting a new year. I've been thinking a lot. I feel like the end of like middle of December, end of December, I was having a hard time getting there, thinking about like goals, new opportunities. It just felt like, I don't know. I just couldn't wrap my head around it. And Mm -hmm. I was just kind of struggle city with the whole thing. And now I feel like just very encouraged and hopeful and just really looking forward to the new year and just looking at life differently. And, um, I heard this lady, she was talking about planning goals and setting, you know, kind of expectations for the new year. And she was talking about pandemic proofing, whatever she set. And I thought that was a great way to like put it, like when you're creating goals or intentions or thinking about the new year, don't do things that can be, you know, ruined by the pandemic. So like, don't say like, Oh, I'm going to take the European vacation. It's like, okay, well that sounds a little unrealistic, you know, or like Um, I'm going to go to the gym seven days a week and work out in, you know, three workout classes. It's like, okay, well maybe that's not realistic, but like what things can you do? And so I think that I've just been trying to look at this new year that way is just like pandemic proofing my expectations. Cause I think that was for Mm. me personally, a big part of the disappointment of last year was just so many things got up 
uprooted and just upended and just changed because of the pandemic. But it's like, Mm -hmm. if you can kind of go in with intention, it doesn't matter, you know, what is open or not open or shut down or not happening. Like, what can I do that's in my control? Mm. Yeah, I, I agree sometimes when I think about the episode we did last year on like our goals and intentions. Uh, it's such a joke. It's like, yeah. a, it's like laughable, like uh, that we ha- actually thought we were going to be doing things and <laughs> all of the expectations and stuff we had. Um, but I'm happy to hear that because I know that you really like setting goals and mm-hmm. I was pretty worried about you for a little while. Cause you said you did not want to set goals this year, which is not like you. I thought I maybe I should <laughs> intervention. <have an> intervention. <laughs> you need a goal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Usually I, it comes to me pretty easy and I feel pretty motivated and pretty optimistic. And I was just like really struggling with it. But mm-hmm. I feel like now Brett and I are having more and more conversations about like next year and looking forward to things or mm-hmm. like this year now, I guess, but, um, looking forward to things and what we can do and you know, how we want to focus on different areas of our life. So mm-hmm. I think that, um, going to be a good, good year. So I guess that's what I am really into right now. I love it. I think that's a great thing to be into. Hmm. Um, That's really awesome. Oh, thanks. Well, listeners, we hope you have enjoyed this episode. We hope that you have found it encouraging. Um, We hope that you take away some ideas that can help you get through the next few months. And we know spring is on the way. So we hope you have a great couple of weeks and we look forward um, to interacting with you on social media. So go ahead and make sure you check us out. Have a great week. Thank you for listening today. Please visit us at theflourishinglife.co for show notes and links to all our socials.